0: Hi, I'm Kelly.
1: And I'm Catlin.
0: And welcome to the, the
1: How, How to, to Love, Love Me podcast. podcast. Well, hello and welcome, everybody.
0: Welcome to another episode,
1: guys. Welcome to another episode of How to Love Me, the podcast where we talk about mental health and relationships.
0: Specifically our relationship.
1: Yeah, and it's been a while.
0: It has. It's been far too, far long. too long. Far too long. Yep.
1: We had to take a little bit of a break, guys. We had to just kind of deal with some stuff ourselves. Nothing bad. We'll talk about it more on a later episode, but we're back.
0: We're back. Brief hiatus, Uh, but...
1: I guess, yeah. We're
0: glad to be back.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, what are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about evolution. Mm. Um, Evolution is us as people and also us as a species. Yeah, that's right. We're going to dive into it Okay. So, where did this topic come from? Well... As you guys know, I've been in this new position um, working and I miss my old self. I miss my old confidence that I used to have. I miss having that, um, I guess that spark that I used to have. I, I have trouble finding it now and I don't have the confidence I used to. I get pushed around a lot more. So I've really thought long and hard about how I used to be and then realized that in no way, shape or form am I ever going to be the same person again.
0: And that was a really hard realization for you to come to. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really tricky one.
1: Yeah, that was extremely hard to hear. I mean, to realize that you're never going to be the person that you used to be and that you're going to have to completely change who you are, it sucks.
0: Well, and I don't know if looking at it as completely changing who you are is maybe... A beneficial way of looking at it it's you're growing and you're changing into the person that you're meant to be and the person that's going to be best for you
1: well exactly and that's the thing the one thing that uncomfort breeds is change and mm-hmm. ev- evolution we if you think about mental health and how we are as people we can't change unless we feel uncomfortable if everyone feels the same and feels comfortable and feels happy then no one's going to try to make a change just like in a work situation let's say you think that you're doing the best job humanly possible you know and your boss even says you're doing a great job you got nothing to worry about you're not going to stress out Mm -hmm. you're not going to think about it and you're just going to go on thinking that everything you're doing is perfectly fine
0: yeah because no one's told you otherwise
1: exactly so that's where it comes from the other side. You know, if you see these things and you have to make those changes, well, how do you do those changes? How do you make those changes? How do you make that evolution? And how can you go like, you know, you have a blueprint of what used to be, you know? Okay. You, I know what I used to be. I know what I used to be able to accomplish. And now I'm not able to do those things, or at least not as well as I used to be able to. So it's, you know, trying to find another way to go back and build what I used to have. But Again, it's going to be different. It's going to be not the same.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. So you're talking more so about building your confidence back up then.
1: Well, rebuilding myself. I mean, because I'm uncomfortable, it makes me have to change and have to evolve and have to become better. But I mean, I'm trying to go to a place where I used to be. And because that was a very comfortable place for me and realizing that I can't get back there is my struggle.
0: Right, right.
1: Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, I mean, that's been my struggle. I've been going through it. I've been trying to figure it out, but I mean, there are multiple different sides of everything. There are situations where, you know, I'm a little bit better and things that I'm a little bit worse at, but I've really thought about it in terms of, I guess when I had my confidence at work, I, it was before the accident It was before I had all these, well, It's before I gave a lot of notice to my mental health issues. And that's when I realized I'll never be the same because of what I've been through and what I've evolved through and the person I've become today. I mean, even with COVID and how everything's affected us. And I mean, I'm not the same person that I used to be, nor do I think I ever will be that person. Because in my opinion, that person didn't put others first. That person didn't, you know... Think of other people more than themselves. And that's another thing that I will probably never go back to.
0: Well, and that's one thing that I have noticed over the course of our relationship is you're constantly putting everybody else before yourself. And I feel like that actually has a lot to do with why you're having such a hard time getting back to who you used to be.
1: Well, and that's why I'm saying I don't think I'm ever going to be back to who I used to be. Mm -hmm. I think that version of me is dead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For lack of a better term. Yeah,
0: lack of a better way of putting
1: it. Yeah, I mean, that person doesn't exist anymore. We've moved on from that. I mean, you know, to put it to like an analogy, I guess.
0: Well, you are a man of many analogies. I'd
1: like to think so, but I'm like, uh, I'm like a Lego that you had when you were a kid. You still have the instructions to build your Lego Death Star, but you don't have all the pieces to build it. So when you try to put together your Death Star, you can't put it together the exact same way you used to because you have different pieces. Mm. you've lost pieces over time, you've gained other pieces. So your Lego Death Star at the end of the day is still a Lego Death Star. It's just completely different than what it used to be, but it still serves the same purpose.
0: Right. That's a great way of putting it.
1: Yeah. Analogies. Go figure.
0: Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess basically you've evolved into this different person. And what do you think is the biggest part of that evolution that you're struggling with?
1: The fact that I don't know what, the new Lego death star of Catelyn looks like. That's where I'm struggling the most right now. So So, you're
0: struggling trying to figure out how this new version of you fits into what you thought your future was going to be like, or just who
1: it is, what it is. I mean, I want to get to that last step. Like I'm in the process of building the Lego death star. That is Catelyn. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it's going to look like at the end. And that's the part that I'm struggling with the most. Because I know what I used to look like, and I know what I used to be, and I know what I used to be as a person, and how I used to react to things, but everything's changed again. Yeah. So, what does this final production look like again?
0: Well, and I mean, honestly, that's something that I think everybody struggles with, right? Because nobody knows exactly how they're evolving and what that's going to mean for them going forward. Like, I'm certainly not the same person that I was even, you know, even when we first got together, I'm not the same person that I was. I'm not the same person that I was five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I'm going to change. I'm going to evolve. And it is scary not knowing exactly how that fits into how you saw yourself and how you're going to be seeing yourself differently. It's a scary thought. And I totally agree with you in that. But I think that's the same sort of scared feeling that everybody has. At least in my opinion.
1: Yeah. I mean, my part, I think my struggle with it is the fact that I've been through tragedy and that tragedy has sparked mental health issues. And those mental health issues have sparked more issues and more issues and more issues to the point where it's like, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Right. You know, like it, it's a struggle to put it all together. Now, the only reason I say that is because I, I looked at it and I was hoping to find a quick rope. I was hoping to find a quick end, you know, like I'll go this way and I'll become this person who reacted this way to these things and everything will be better. Mm -hmm. And there is no quick fix, which sucks because it means I got to still go through and figure out everything that I have become and who I'm going to become. Yeah. But I mean, the truth of the matter is we're never going to really figure that out.
0: No, because as people we're always going to be growing. We're always going to be evolving. We're always going to be changing and it's going to be completely dependent on the situations that we have in our own individual lives. Oh yeah. You're never going to be able to know exactly this is who I am. This is who I'm going to be because at the flip of the switch, something could happen and could completely alter the course of the rest of your life. Like, you know this better than anybody. Mm -hmm.
1: Exactly. And I mean, that's the, I I think that's also the part that I'm struggling with the most.
0: Mm Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. And as anxious people, it's not easy to not really be able to know exactly where you're going or know what your future is going to look like or know even who you are as a person and how that's changed. It's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But I mean, there's growth in sitting in the uncomfortable. There's growth in sitting with discomfort.
1: Yeah, 100%. But I mean, it's, it's all the uncomfortableness that I think is hitting me the hardest. Cause it's not like it's just one thing and it's just work. I mean, it affects us at home. It affects us, you know, in my personal life, in my, you know, family relationships, all that shit. This is all different for me. And, you know, like I say, trying to rebuild has been a bigger struggle than I thought it was going to be. Right. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I guess maybe it's more so about, I think honestly, I think you just need to give yourself a little bit more compassion. And a little bit more grace. Because look at where you are right now from where you were. Yeah. Look at how much you've grown and how much you've changed already.
1: Yeah. And I've grown and I've I've made everybody else happy around me. But I haven't made me happy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I haven't really figured out. You know, other people might know who I am. And that's great. And I'm glad that people know what kind of person I am. But I don't even know what kind of person I am right now.
0: Honestly, I'm in the same boat. I feel the exact same way. And it's scary and it's unsettling and it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And it honestly is, a it's a shitty feeling, but maybe instead of focusing like for this goes for both of us, not just for you, not just for me, but maybe instead of focusing on the big picture, we focus on one little tiny piece of it. So we focus on trying to figure out, okay, well, what's one thing about yourself that's going to make you really happy? Or what's one thing that you love about yourself that makes you happy? And then you focus on that one little piece and then you bring in another little piece and another little piece and everything just starts to build together like that Lego that you were talking about.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I mean, that's talking about building it. And I just I haven't figured out how to build it yet. I mean, it's simple as that. Like, I don't know the best way for me because like I say, I've worried about everybody else, everybody else's opinion more than my own up to this point. And I feel like when I finally stand up for what I want or I stand up for myself, it upsets the other people, which literally is the worst case scenario for me. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, I don't want to feel like that.
0: Well, and you don't want them to feel like that either.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's like I finally get the backbone enough, you know, let's say Stella gets her groove back enough to back, you know, or stand up for myself. Mm-hmm. And it makes, in turn, you feel like shit. Well, that makes me in turn feel like shit and think that everything that I did up to that point was wrong.
0: Yeah, and I understand that because we're in the same boat when it comes to that. That's part of being textbook people pleasers. hmm Right. So I think maybe a good starting point for both of us would be just to try to work on those people-pleasing behaviors and focusing more on ourselves as individuals and also ourselves as a couple and just growing and moving from there.
1: Yeah. I mean... (laughs) we're going to figure it out, or at least I'm definitely, I'm going to have to figure it out. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. We both are. But I mean, that's where I'm struggling right now. And that's where I'm having a hard time with. Now I did go down the, uh, you know, the old Google trail and figure out a couple things. Okay. And there are actually people out there who believe that mental health issues are part of our evolution. And why have they, why have they become so much bigger nowadays versus, you know, 30 years ago, even, even if you look at that small of a window.
0: Okay. So I'm kind of curious what they have to say then, because there, I might have differing view on this.
1: So here's what their view is on this whole mental health. You think about it in terms of breeding, you mm-hmm. look at it at like a biological level, right? Okay. So thoroughbred horses, racing horses, they are built and bred specifically for For instance, the length of their legs. Okay. So they want that specific length that gives the fastest horse. So they're only going to breed horses with those longer legs. Mm -hmm. What also comes with those longer legs? Weaker legs. So not only are you breeding for a reason, but you're also introducing negatives which directly impact the performance of that horse.
0: Right. Okay.
1: So yes, you want it to have the long slender legs like, you know, They go all the way up, (laughs) Um, but you're also breeding in that weakness of those legs. Therefore, that horse is more susceptible to breaking a leg when in a race. Okay. So think about it in a human stance. Anxiety and depression was put in place. I believe anxiety was put in a place of like nervousness you know what i mean so as humans as we evolve and everything around us evolves we've built anxiety as a i wouldn't say that it is a positive but it's a negative to something else that we have built anxiety and impression as we grow as humans and we become better with our minds understanding our bodies better Mm -hmm. and understanding the world better we're also evolving becoming better but As you evolve, you're also evolving with weaknesses.
0: Right. Okay. I see what you mean.
1: Like we're growing as people and we're ever evolving, but we can't just stop and think that I'm evolving. I'm only getting better. No, you're evolving. You're growing. You're also creating new weaknesses too. Mm -hmm. And not everything that we do is going to, you know, impose great things on our bodies and who we are and our, our emotions, but instead it's going to do the exact opposite. We're going to have things that build us up and make us better, but we're also going to inherently grab these things that make us worse at the same time. And we have to make sure that we're accounting for that and not just thinking that I'm only improving. I'm only getting better. I'm, I'm not just building the best Lego Death Star that I can. I'm building the Lego Death Star that I, I can. Mm-hmm. Not the best that I can.
0: But it's the one that you can build.
1: It's the one that I can build. I might be missing a couple pieces, but I can trade those out for other pieces and they might not be the right pieces to build it exactly how it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to try to get as close as I I possibly can.
0: So basically it might not fit perfectly, but it's going to fit perfectly enough.
1: It's going to have flaws, but there's nothing else I can do about it.
0: Right. Okay, that's an interesting way to put it. And I mean, I would say I think that the biggest thing thing for me and like the biggest change for me and why these things have become so big over the last few years has less to do with evolution and more to do with our understanding of it
1: see and that's that's kind of the way i originally looked at it too but when i was reading this article and this article is from nature.com the biological basis of mental illness is what the article's called okay and it was put out in february of 2019 Okay. So it's reasonably this isn't like an old concept, which is great. So in this view, the roots of mental illness such as anxiety and depression lie essential lie in essential functions that evolved as building blocks of adaptive behavioral and cognitive function so basically what they're saying is we've grown as humans we become more intelligent um, and
0: as we've become more intelligent we've basically given ourselves these disorders
1: yes exactly it's not that we've given themselves us it's that we've evolved in such a way that our intelligence is vast and more than what it ever used to be as an average mm-hmm. you know if you think about it a hundred years ago look at the average intelligence level because of school and all of this stuff people are, are mm-hmm. by far more intelligent Intelligent and understand more of the world than we've ever understood before to a, mon- a molecular level. Right. You know, there's fourth graders that understand atoms better than I do.
0: Frick, I don't remember any of that Think about shit. that.
1: No, but, but be real about <laughs> yeah. it, right? You know, yeah. you look at your kids and look what they're in school. They understand it better than we did. Mm-hmm. 100%. But with that... I mean, there's got to be a negative. And that's what they're saying is that when we're building and we're becoming more intelligent, yes, we're becoming more intelligent, but that also means there's going to be a backhand to that.
0: Yeah, there's going to be side effects of that intelligence.
1: Which basically. they are saying is anxiety and depression. Anxiety is a coping mechanism that we use for danger in things. Mm-hmm. So,
0: Yeah, because it basically is putting you into that fight or flight mode.
1: It makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, And we look at it, I feel as anxiety as like your conscience, but in an emotional sense, you know what I mean? Anxiety. I get it when emotionally more than anything, not really physical, physical things don't really give me anxiety. I'm fine with that, but it's emotional. It's knowing like I might be going out to do something physical, Mm -hmm. but I don't get anxiety about actually going and doing that thing. Physical. I get anxiety about everybody else's response to me doing that physical thing.
0: See, and I think it, that is going to depend on the person.
1: So you're telling me that you're not worried about not being able to throw a frisbee. Because I personally think you're more worried about everybody else seeing you not being able to throw a frisbee.
0: Well, yeah, not to say that that doesn't play a part because it definitely does. But even so, for those of you who are just tuning in, maybe you haven't listened to this before. I had never been able to throw a frisbee up until last summer. Yep right? That was last summer. Oh goodness. It feels like so long ago. Um, but I think what gave me anxiety about throwing a frisbee is knowing that I've never been able to do it and knowing that I'm going to have more, I'm probably going to have the same outcome that I've always had and not being able to do it. So it doesn't have as much to do with how other people are going to perceive me or the fact that I don't know how to do it. It's more so I know that I have failed in this so many times. And I know the outcome before it even happens. I'm going
1: to argue with you. Ooh. You're wrong.
0: Why and am I wrong? And here's why.
1: Because the one thing you told me about the frisbee is that mm-hmm. your grandpa was upset. That, because you told me your grandpa tried and tried and tried to teach you how to throw a frisbee.
0: Mm-hmm. He did. You
1: were never able to throw it. So you disappointed your grandfather in that. Yep. So. Well,
0: but in turns, I also disappointed myself.
1: Correct. Yep. An emotional response.
0: But still triggers a physical response oh, yeah. in me.
1: Look, I'm not, I'm not
0: saying that you're wrong. I do agree with you to an extent. I am However, telling you there you're are wrong. still there are still those physical aspects to it. Right,
1: but the physical aspects are the response to anxiety. I believe the anxiety is based off your emotional. To the frisbee throwing. You don't get anxiety about throwing a frisbee because your body can't throw a frisbee. You get it caught in your head and you get emotional about throwing that frisbee, and that's why you get anxiety. And then that anxiety triggers physical things and so on and so forth.
0: Okay, I see what you mean. And that's why you're wrong. Thanks.
1: Boom. Mic
0: drop. I going to say mic drop, but don't actually no, drop the
1: mic. No, I won't actually. I can't. It's on no, a stand. You can't. <laughs> It's legitimately like... It's physically
0: impossible. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, nothing's impossible. I'm not going to smash the mic. Anyway, (laughs) let's move on from that. So that's why I say, like, I believe anxiety, depression, these things are part of our evolution. I mean, no matter what. Part of our emotional evolution. evolution. Yes, 100%. Because we are more we're more
0: emotionally understanding and more emotionally inept. Yeah. I mean, now. think
1: about the last 10 years, the gender equality, um, non-binary, non-gender, you know what I mean? Like all of these mm-hmm. things that we have changed, they weren't mm-hmm. changed because of like, Oh, we need to make a change. It was changed. Cause like people got anxiety, people got emotional about this and they brought it up. I think that's part of our evolution. And I think that mental health is only going to be bigger and bigger as we evolve as a race.
0: And you're probably right. And maybe that's why, you know, people need to actually talk about it more and more openly about it, especially now with all the change that's
1: going on in the world. Oh, exactly. Exactly. But I mean, I love that fact. The fact that they look at it as human evolution. As humans, we're going to evolve and we're going to have mental health issues. We're growing our mind, our mind. We're expanding it. If we were Neanderthals and all we had to do was worry about that rock, dot fire, <laughs> That rock, that fire, that hole in in, in in cave, that cave, that where we do things, make baby. You know what I mean? If that's all I had to worry about, uh-huh. I wouldn't have anxiety. I wouldn't have depression. But I was like. But
0: you might have anxiety about not being able to start a fire. Say so you can't start a fire as a Neanderthal. Right. Maybe you'll feel anxiety about right. not being able to do that because then you're in turn, you're not providing for your family.
1: Exactly. I let family down. They die. Exactly. Emotional response.
0: Yes, still emotional response. Yes, okay, it's an emotional (laughs) response. Okay.
1: I I, I seriously, I don't know. Okay, seriously, guys, I did pull that out of my ass, but I think I nailed it. (laughs) Like, I really do. I truly feel like that, like, nailed and solidified this. Like, I I truly believe that, yeah, we could evolve into this, and we will evolve, and we'll continue to evolve. I've had a view on a lot of things. Um, One of the things that I have had a view on is actual physical health Mm -hmm. i think medicine has evolved quite a bit but we have evolved as humans if you look back 100 years look at the average lifespan of people now what a lot of people will say is that it's not that the older are living longer it's that we have more of a mortality rate on babies than we used to children are surviving more
0: than Mm -hmm. they used to. And that's why the
1: average age has come up so much is because infants aren't passing away now. The people who are passing away are the older people. Because, I mean, if you've got somebody that passes away in their 60s and then somebody passes away when they're zero, Mm -hmm. the average is 30. Yeah, yeah. The average is 30. So that's what they do say. But with that, I think that we are growing and we're growing older and we're only... I mean, living older is becoming easier and easier for us because medicine's evolving. Mm-hmm. So as us as humans are growing older and older, I truly believe that things like cancer and things like that are, you know, it's part of our evolution. We're living longer. We're finding more diseases. We're finding more ways that we're dying because we're living longer than we used to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. Honestly. And I
1: think it's going to be the same thing with mental health. Yes, we talk about everything like ADHD and we talk about anxiety and depression. I mean, we talk about the vanilla ice creams of mental health. But I think there's going to be even more ice creams. There's going to be more than 32 flavors. Baskin Robbins saying I got shit on this.
0: Well, even just think of the evolution of mental health over you know the last 10 years. Actually, no, let's last go two years. Let's just go like the last. I'm going to say the last 15 years. Okay. Because growing up, you never really heard a lot. Like you would hear about anxiety, depression, ADHD, maybe bipolar,
1: maybe maybe.
0: And if you did hear about bipolar. It was automatically like so stigmatized. It was the worst possible thing that you could ever have. And it was horrible. And you didn't want to be labeled as quote unquote, oops, quote unquote, that bipolar person. Yeah. Right. But if you think about it now, think about all the people that live with bipolar very well, live a completely regular life. But you also now hear of all of these different types of personality disorders as well. Like there's obviously schizophrenia, there's schizoaffective disorder, Mm -hmm. there's borderline personality disorder, like there's all of these different personality disorders that we're learning about now so i do think like i agree with you the more that we learn about the human brain and the more that we learn about mental health in general yeah we're probably going to learn more and more about different disorders that potentially maybe have not even come out yet maybe we don't even know that they exist
1: exactly i look at it in terms of like let's say i was born on a desert island and i knew nothing more than that desert island Mm -hmm. everything that i would do would be to survive Okay. Now, you take that person, you bring them into society now. You give them phones, you give them social media, oh, you man, give them. that. Oh, they would be
0: so overwhelmed.
1: Like, emotionally, it would destroy you. And mentally, it would destroy you.
0: Well, okay, let's look at Tom Hanks and Castaway. Did you ever watch Castaway?
1: Did I watch? Who didn't watch Castaway?
0: Okay, well, I guess that was a rhetorical question.
1: Wilson! Yep. I mean, that's like the most <laughs> joked about thing ever. Even if you don't know Castaway, you know Castaway.
0: Yeah. But for real, though, like when he is, you know, found, mm-hmm. I guess, and he actually gets to go back home, look at how hard of a time he had adjusting back to regular life. Oh, yeah. So it would probably be the same sort of thing as someone who's never heard about mental health and who all of a sudden is being thrown into it with all of these different disorders. Yep. Like that would be so overwhelming.
1: Yeah. You know what? Another great example of this? Encino man. <laughs> <laughs> Encino man. <laughs> it's true though
0: that's probably sure right yeah yeah Yeah, you did (laughs) totally okay but but how is Encino man can you explain
1: well it's a caveman that gets thought out and now he's in in the 90s learning how to deal with technology and women
0: I guess you know, I watched Encino Man, like, a long time ago. I can't say I really remember it that oh, well. Oh, it's great. I remember Biodome a lot better well, than Encino Man. we recently watched
1: Biodome, Well, but though.
0: I've also, I also watched Biodome a lot more than Encino Man. Dope,
1: me too. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Anyways. Polly Shore, whatever
1: happened to him? I miss him.
0: Uh, do you, though?
1: Pauly Shore, make me laugh again. Polly Shore, if you listen to this, you should hit us up because I would love to have you on here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a conversation with Polly Shore. I would love that.
1: Anyway, we're getting sidetracked A little here. bit. Evolution. I think it's a big part of it. And I think we're always going to evolve as people. And I think no matter what, the older we get, the more the subject has to be talked about.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're probably right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You are probably right. I
1: really don't think 100% of it is people ignoring these problems
0: it's they probably just don't have the knowledge about it they probably don't have the understanding of it it
1: wasn't even a thing
0: well that too right well and that's the thing like if you think about even our parents Mm -hmm. right like when they were growing up mental health probably wouldn't have really been talked about they probably didn't really know a whole lot about it and look at our parents compared to us look at how much more knowledgeable we we've become about it because not only do we deal with it, we've also done the research yep Oh, exactly. And because the research has been readily available to us, whereas our parents would not have been. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Knowledge is power.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Exactly.
1: Totally. So anyway. So anyway, that's pretty much that's my point. I mean, we've evolved. We're always going to evolve. And where am I going with this? Well, I don't really know. I still have to figure all this out. Mm -hmm. I'm working on it. I'm making progress. It's just taking a little longer than I wanted it to.
0: Yeah. But I mean, growth is never easy. Change is never easy. And as two people who have pretty high anxiety, the majority of the time, mm-hmm. it's going to be really difficult on us, oh, but totally. it's something that's going to take a little bit more time and we've just got to treat ourselves with a little bit more grace and compassion while we figure this shit out. Exactly. And I mean, I know that that obviously that goes for you but that also definitely goes for me i need to take my own advice here
1: yeah now i'm not saying that you can't be anything near the old people that you used to be one of the things that i did today is i actually like woke up and now in my 30s i always just get up get my day going i'm awake it's time to go make the most of my day Mm -hmm. i just rolled over and went back to sleep today and it felt great
0: Yeah, it's not very often that you do that.
1: I've never done that. Like literally since we've been together, I've remember very few times of Mm -hmm. me waking up, it being light outside and me just rolling over and going back to bed. I don't do that.
0: No, I honestly, I can remember maybe a handful of times where you've actually gone through and done that. It has not been very often. No,
1: exactly. So, I mean, that's where all this triggered, guys. I mean, I realized that I, I realized a couple weeks ago that I couldn't be the person that I was. I also realized I had to become a new person. And there are some things that you can take from your past and introduce into your current life Mm -hmm. that will make things a little bit easier.
0: Well, you know, something that... I would love to be able to implement from my past is like growing up, I always used to be so much more goofy, right? I used to be more goofy. I used to be less conservative. I used to be less concerned about other people's opinions and what people thought of me and all that type of shit. And like, that's something that I got to drop. I need to stop caring so much about that shit because it it's heavy carrying that all the time. Yeah. And I like, I want to be able to cut loose. I want to be able to let go. I want to be able to just, be me and not be worried about what everybody else thinks. But like that's a hard change to make. Yep. It's not gonna happen overnight, but I'm trying. Oh well, exactly.
1: And that's all we can do. Mm-hmm. So on to segments. Segments. So just a tip with cat. I mean, guys, uh, the one thing I've learned is that you can take parts of your past and implement them into your current life, but you can't take everything from your past and expect to just do a carbon copy and create it today.
0: Yeah, it's not going to work.
1: Take the small things one small step at a time, like the ability to sleep in. Let yourself sleep in every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Don't don't rush yourself out of bed just because you're an adult now. Take a couple pages from old you and more pages from the new you and create your own book.
0: Ah, that was great beautifully said honey yeah yeah
1: anyway segments your turn uh how's your record journal
0: you know what i feel terrible because i have not been using that nearly as often as i should and i know that using it would be very beneficial to me and especially the shit that i got going on right now but do you think i would bring it to work with me and actually do things we
1: haven't podcasted in three weeks you had no updates for us
0: no, not a single one, and That's believe me, lifespan. I am very disappointed in myself for not being able to have an update on that. And I know that I should, mm-hmm. but it is what it is. Well, I do don't you, have one. Do you at least and have a why sucks. I love you? I'm always going to have a why I love you. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. I'm positive. So earlier this morning, oh god, <laughs> uh, we got into a little bit of a a tiff. Ah, tiff. I will call it. I will call it a tiff. Um. And we weren't really seeing eye to eye on things. I was being super guarded. And instead of getting upset at the fact that I was being guarded and not... I I was... Yeah, I guess just being guarded. Instead of being upset about it, you just made me feel like, it's okay that you're being guarded. You can let your guard down though. Like, I still love you the same way. And I know that we have these conversations all the time. And you always need to remind me that you love me unconditionally and whatever. But like the fact that we have to have these conversations so often and you still have patience with me. You still know that this is just sometimes what I need to hear and you just do it and you don't say anything bad about it. You don't make me feel bad for needing to hear that every once in a while. And well, because that wouldn't on, be fair. Well, just to go on like a whole other little tangent. Oh, God. Um. But yeah, no, that's why I love you because... Yeah, it's just I was having a little bit of a rough morning, and you just knew that you just needed to remind me today that no matter what I say, it's not going to change your views of me. And well, well, (laughs) you're still going to love me either way. Yeah. Yeah. So, in a roundabout way of saying it, that's why I love you. Oh, that's fun.
1: Yeah, it was a rough morning. But anyway, we did have a little bit of a rough morning this morning. Why I love you. Because we can have a rough morning, we can still get our shit on. Like, you don't, you don't help, you don't, like, hold on to things for a week. You hold on to it for five minutes, you realize you're being a little crazy, you let it go. Sorry, I didn't mean to call you a little crazy, but it's the way it slipped out. Oh, uh, well,
0: and that, <laughs> I forgive you. Yeah,
1: exactly. Because I know that
0: that's not how you meant it. No,
1: absolutely not. I mean, in terms of crazy, I mean, Kelly couldn't process everything that was going on in her head. And it's not her fault. It's definitely not her fault. So, one of the reasons I love you is the fact that... I can have that conversation and say, you know, honey, it might not be me. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been trying here. And this is how the conversation went, because it kind of blew up. It kind of escalated to the point where I was like, I've tried everything, honey. There's nothing else I can do. And I can't fix this. And it's bothering me. So yeah. what can I do? And then that's when you're like, well, shit, mm-hmm. it's probably me. Yeah. And I'm like, well, shit. Cool. Cool.
0: And that was it. And that's the thing. Like you were patient enough with me to let me come to the realization on my own that I obviously have some of my own shit that I got to work on Mm -hmm. and I can't always, you know, pick apart everything that you're saying because that's what I do. Yep. And being a very literal person, that sucks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that train of thought. I lost it. But thanks for coming on the journey. Bye.
1: Bye. See you later. It's gone. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, guys, I mean, that's it. I mean, we wrapped it up. We're going to leave it there. That's... We both love each other. Even though we had a little bit of a tiff this morning. Yep. As tiff. we're going to call it. A tiff. A tiff. Um, I don't
0: know what else to call it. Yeah. It wasn't really an argument. It wasn't really a disagreement. Kind of you a know disagreement. What? No, that
1: was our fight. I mean, that's that's us fighting. That's how we fight.
0: It's like the most calm, cool, and collected fight.
1: Mm, it was pretty emotion- emotionally all over the place. It but.
0: was, but not in not in anyway, bad ways. Why are
1: we? We're trying to end this episode and we're just starting the conversation that we had a tiff this morning. This is probably the worst time to bring it up. It's fine. It's fine. No, our poor hey, listeners. but you know
0: what? No, maybe our poor listeners need to hear that we are not perfect.
1: <laughs> oh, hell yeah. We know we're not perfect. No, not yeah, in the not slightest. Not even close.
0: No. Like, yeah, guys, you might think that we have this awesome relationship and it's all freaking kumbaya and sitting by the fire and whatever. But, like, we still have very difficult conversations. We still have our own shit. We still deal with our own shit.
1: We still argue.
0: We still argue. We still fight. It happens.
1: It's part of a relationship. Exactly. We just, at least when we finish the conversation, we walk away both in a good place. Yeah. Never end a conversation or a fight on a negative side. Note because that's just going to dwell on things. If you can walk away and both be like, okay,
0: constructive,
1: yeah, work together, don't just leave it at a high point. Mm -hmm. Let it mull down. And I mean, if you got to take twenty four hours, take twenty four hours. I wouldn't suggest it because the other person's going to mind. Other person's mind's going to race. Just my opinion.
0: Yep. Well, and I agree with you on that. I'm not a huge fan of the twenty four hour rule. Doesn't work for us, but. What works for some people isn't going to work for others. Figure it out. Exactly. Figure out what works best for you.
1: Figure it out. Figure it out. Anyway, guys, we're going to leave her there.
0: Yep. I think that's probably enough rambling for now.
1: Absolutely. But we love you guys.
0: Thanks for listening.
1: Hit us up. How the number two love me podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and And at at gmail.com. Hit us there. Let us know. Maybe we'll put up a poll. Do you think mental health is an evolution thing? Or- Do you think it's something we've developed like or sorry no obviously developing and 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 (laughs) evolution that's the same thing or is it something that is it
0: something that we've always had had, and just didn't have the knowledge of or is it an evolution
1: is it evolution or is it
0: biological? biological biological or evolution
1: biological words are hard guys yeah let us know what you think how the number two love me podcast
0: Facebook, Instagram, Gmail. And gmail.com.
1: Anyway, we love Anyways, you guys. Thanks it's for listening. It's so great to be back. We can't wait to give you more episodes. We've got a lot planned. Mm-hmm. So with that, we love you.
0: Thanks for listening. Like I've said five times. And bye. bye.